The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you interested in playing a bigger role in your own life? What is your mission in life? And what's standing in the way of your getting there? Welcome to Mission to Millions with Michelle McCullough. In our program, we will share life stories, ideas, and business insights that help you step into this bigger role and achieve your own success. Now, here is your host, Michelle McCullough. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mission to Millions Radio. I'm your host, Michelle McCullough, speaker, author, business growth coach, and former rocket scientist, bringing you heartfelt stories and conversations that will inspire, empower, and excite you to step into your power, live a life that feeds your soul, and make the difference that only you are here to make. Today's topic is the power of story, how to write your way to freedom, where we'll explore how our stories shape our lives, the transformational benefits of writing and sharing your story, and some simple strategies to get you started. Joining me today is my guest, Kim O'Hara, an intuitive book and story coach who helps ambitious men and women powerfully turn their life stories into books for freedom and peace of mind. As a veteran Hollywood movie producer and screenwriter, Kim is a masterful storyteller who has worked with innovative directors, actors, and writers to entertain audiences all over the world. She's worked with top talent such as Anthea LaPaglia, Eric Stoltz, and Leslie Bibb. But today she has a bigger mission, building a storytelling community and helping everyday individuals to shed light on their story so they can fearlessly shine as they are today. Welcome, Kim. I'm so happy Hi. you could join us here on Mission to Millions Radio. It's good to be here. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I'm like, I'm really excited about our show today and this topic. It so excites me. I've, I've worked on telling my own story for years, and I know the power of it and what it can do for you, even if you really don't do a whole lot with it other than go through the process of actually exploring it and writing about it. So I'm really excited to jump in. Um and so anyway, the first thing is I know that, you know, you worked in Hollywood for somewhere around 20 years as a screenwriter and a movie producer. And, you know, That's now correct. you're intuitive, right? Okay. And now you're an intuitive book and story coach. And I'm really curious. First of all, what exactly is an intuitive book and story coach? The intuitive part came later. I originally became a book and story coach because that's you know the obvious practical term and uh, title for what I do. But as I started to work with clients, I started to see that 
Um, it's possible that it's a culmination of sitting in rooms with um, other creatives, breaking down stories for hours and hours and hours and kind of getting to the root and the heart of what that story is in a succinct movie. That's a talent that <clears throat> developed into when I started working with individuals one-on-one on their life stories, I could almost feel where they were holding back and I could feel where, you know, they'd be telling one story and yet underneath it was the deeper, more powerful story that would actually be of service to a lot more people. And then I would ask them about it. I would say, uh, you know, you've kind of lightly touched upon something here, but I would wonder what it would be like if you would talk more about that. And then they'd start talking about it and you just feel them opening up mm. and, you know, you could actually feel them. If I was in person with them, you could see them glowing, but, you know, you could feel their energy completely shift. And I would say to myself, okay, this is where some of my greatest gifts are is pulling these deeper messages out of people that they really want to talk about. And that's where yeah. the intuitive came from. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can see that. Cause I know if you really tap into that deeper level, that's really, I'm going to say itching, burning to like come out of us, but we tend to suppress it. It's like we do, we come alive. And a lot of time we don't even know that we're hiding it or, you know, pushing it down. So, oh, I'm so excited to explore this. And so the second part of what I wanted to ask you there was what instigated the transition to go from making movies to actually coaching people through writing? (laughs) Well, I'd like to say, you know, that I just made the decision, but the universe had different plans for me. The decision was, for all intents and purposes, made for me. It was 2008, and I had developed one of my biggest movies. It was going to be a musical. Uh, This is, you know eight years before La La Land and a lot of other musicals. Um, And it was a Hispanic musical. We were really excited about it. We had America Ferreira attached. She was going to be playing a pop star that was uh, playing La Lupe on a Broadway show in a movie. So there was a lot of really exciting things going on. We had traveled to Cuba uh, illegally <laughs> at the time. <laughs> now anyone can go. Uh, and had filmed there uh, for 14 days, gathering footage. It was a real big project for me. And it was set up, and then it, it fell through. And it really, um, you know, it's one of those tragedies that ends up being one of the greatest things that ever happened to you because it set me into this direction of, how long it had taken me to try to tell that story and then never being able to tell that story was really shattering for me. And so I had to go do a lot more work to understand what parts of that I had really loved. And I ended up realizing as much as I loved filming, as much as I loved going and exploring, it was really the very beginning of finding out what the story was and understanding the human experiences within the story that had been my favorite parts and that had happened in like the first, you know, six months. After that, it was just trying to get financing and distribution and actors. And I just said, you know what? I don't want to go through all that anymore just to tell a story or to help a story be told. What is a faster track to that? 
And, you know, oh, we yeah. live, there's millions of people with incredible stories to tell, millions of books that need to be written. I don't want to sit around and wait for one movie to be made anymore. So that was oh. really the transition. And that was, I'm condensing it. It was six painful years of realizing <laughs> that. Anyone that's gone through a career transition understands there were many uh dark corners behind that story. But the good news is I came out on the other side doing something now that I love. Oh, I can totally understand that. I mean, my whole transition from being rocket scientist to, you know, speaker, (laughs) author, radio show host, coach, you know, all the above. It's like, yeah, it was a long, painful process on that journey of making you know, the decision to make that transition and the things in the universe that line up and push you and nudge you in certain directions to make all I of that. I love that you, I love that you are a rocket scientist. I love it, but it also scares me because it means you're way smarter than me. So well, I'm a little intimidated. <laughs> uh, don't be, because I mean, believe me, it's like, I have this thing I love to say, you know, because for the longest time, I never even mentioned that's what I did. But literally your life and your business, it's all rocket science. I mean, it's its really no different. It's just the scale of things. And mm. we all have our geniuses. We all have what, you know, what we're meant to be doing in the world. Sometimes we're not on the right path. I wasn't on the right path for the most of the time. But, you know, it was the journey. And, you know, it's the same principles that make that work and become highly successful are the same ones that are for your life and your business. Absolutely. So, you know, I tell people like, hey, you know, don't look at it that way. Look at like the genius that you are mm-hmm. and the gift that you bring to the world because that's the reality. So I have another interesting question for you. And that is how did you endeavor or how do you endeavor to practice what you teach to your clients? Uh, it's so much easier to tell people what to do than to have to do it yourself. Um, I'm very good at coaching my clients through resistance and I can see the little, uh, blind spots. Well, sometimes not little, sometimes big that they have. And yet I've been an actual, you know, I've been writing my whole life as well, and one of the hardest things I've endeavored to do is write my own book, and got to the point where it was pretty much finished, and suddenly I wasn't so keen on the world reading about my tragedy that I had, you know, lied about um, to myself my whole life. That suddenly didn't seem very appealing to me with my brand and we do things you know I believe everything happens to us so that we can carry that message and it's a very powerful message that I have in my book and someone said to me you absolutely have to finish this book you have to put it out because it's not you know it's a memoir about Uh, sexual abuse, but out there, there are a lot of memoirs that tell about the events. And for me, my book is more about how long I lied to myself that it even happened. Like I completely 
just decided at one point it never existed and that, you know, carried through until about three years ago where it was oozing into every part of my life. I mean, it just couldn't be suppressed anymore. And I wrote my way through healing. Mm-hmm. So that is what I coach my clients, even though they're producing a book that could be a New York Times bestseller, that could make them a lot of money, that could get them on stages, that could open up doors for them. As you know, as an author, it, 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 it's also the transformation that they experience when they are willing to accept, this is what happened to me, this is what I wrote about. And the book is very much about the process of writing through recovery. And I hadn't really seen that out there. I haven't seen that out there. There's a couple books that are very old that do this, but I wanted, you know, so it became really important. I can't tell my clients to do something I'm not willing to do. Oh, definitely. I so agree with that. Yeah. Well, I can so... Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Um, And I I feel like, um, you know, people will write books and then they will put them in a drawer and they will feel like, well, I, I tried and it didn't work out. And that's called the first draft. That's all it is, really. Right. I have clients that come to me and they say, well, I tried to write a book seven years ago and I don't really think, it, you know, but I'm coming to you because I really want to finish the book. And I often will say I'm not interested necessarily in reading the book you wrote seven years ago because you're a different person today. You have a different perspective. What about if we just call that your first draft and then we just start again? And they are always blown away by how articulate and emotional and succinct they are in the writing they do with me because they've already done the dump already. I call that other draft the dump. Yeah, it's interesting that you share that because, you know, I went through that process myself and, you know, I wrote and then I set it aside for, I don't know, probably close to a year before, you know, I finally got around to finishing the editing and publishing and then, you know, did something with it for a while and then nothing. And because, again, like felt odd, you know, it didn't match my brand and where I was going and various things. And, and, you know, as you're sharing this, I'm realizing, like, you know, there's a lot of power there. And in some ways, it really is just a first draft. It's like not just necessarily maybe fully start again, but like, you know, take it and take it to the next level or because it's got a whole, you know, new life ahead of it. It's possible. And oh, absolutely. And we don't have necessarily control over what's going to happen once we are writing our book and putting it out there and talking about it and the shifts that start to happen within us. Um, and there are people that come to me that want to write their book for the purpose of self-publishing, and then they have the transformation, and then I have other people that come to me that are very clear they want to go after big publishers and we do proposals, which is a different process, yeah, but totally. they also have a transformation. They also have a huge transformation because they're, I said this to one of my authors the other day, she was struggling and she had sat in front of the computer for about 10 hours. And, you know, I was like, next time call me like in hour one, you know, don't sit right, for, right. for 10 hours. And she was in resistance. She was in incredible resistance. And I asked her, I said, are you a professional writer or are you an amateur? And she had to think about it for a minute. She said, I'm a professional. 
I said, so, you know, a professional writer is, you know, you understand the fear. It's always going to be there. But you've hired help. So you call your help. And Mm -hmm. you say, this is where I'm in fear. Because you have to write the book because you're a professional writer and you have a timeline that you need to stick to. You don't have a lot of time to sit in front of the computer for 10 hours. You have a busy life. You have a husband. You have work that you do. You have clients. You you can't afford that time, you know. And it's interesting because it's hard to give advice like that because I believe in a lot of creative wandering is really important for creative people. I think we need a lot of time to just not really necessarily have pressure. But I also think that someone who's a professional writer, professional writers have deadlines, Sure. So, you know, she was very inspired by that. I was like, wow, what I'm doing is, I am a professional writer. My message is professional. Yeah, and like for a lot of us, I mean, even if we're just writing simple things, you know, for our business or for just being seen, you know, for showing our gifts, it's like, it doesn't have to necessarily be a book. But just allowing ourselves that space and then just doing it, you know, or even giving ourselves a deadline every now and then, you know, will push us to literally, I used to give myself like deadlines, okay, I'm going to get this chapter done. And like, literally, as soon as I would start, like it would just flow. And like, you know, sometimes it was eight, 12, 14 hours later, I'd just be writing nonstop. And I'd be like, whoa, it was like, you're being challenged. You know? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> such a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, well, we're coming up on a break here, and I, you know, I'm really inspired about what we're talking about here, and so I want to, like, you know, leave a little, like, segue with what we're going to have coming up, and so I'm really looking forward to hearing more about how your story, trans, you know, telling your story transformed you and some tips you can give our listeners, so that we'll dig into after the break. And so I'm Michelle McCuller, and you're listening to Mission to Millions Radio. And when we return, Kim is going to share some powerful transformational benefits of telling your story, including some simple strategies you can begin using today. So make sure to stay tuned. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com It's time to eradicate barriers that are holding you back in your relationships and your life. Start by embracing the concept of laughing loudly and loving deeply. Coincidentally, that's the name of a highly anticipated new show featuring host Dr. Faith Brown. She'll talk with life experts or life spurts in order to help you develop your own vision plan for better relationships and experiencing the ultimate enjoyment in life. Laughing loudly, loving deeply with Dr. Faith can be heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Moving forward can be difficult to do sometimes. There is always something going on. Many times, nobody else knows exactly what you're going through. If you are experiencing pain or loss, even something that is unexplained that is missing in your life, you'll want to tune into Go For It with host Joe Hausman. Joe and her guests will show you laughter and love. Sometimes you just need something a little positive in your week. Make that spot Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? 
Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. listening to Mission to Millions with Michelle McCuller. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to radio at michellemculler.com. Now, back to this week's show. Well, welcome back to Mission to Millions Radio. I'm Michelle McCuller, and we're here with my guest, Kim O'Hara, discussing the power of story, how to write your way to freedom. Well, Kim, when we left off, you know, we were sharing some really interesting things about just the power of writing your story and, you know, putting it into a book and a few of the challenges that we, you know, run into along the way. And I'm really curious, like, how has telling your personal story transformed your life and your business? How is telling my personal story? <clears throat> you know, there's lots of um, aspects to my story, um, and it's not just what I wrote my book about. You know, I've been through divorce, and I'm a single parent, and I've gone through some different financial um, experiences. When I share honestly and openly, if I'm speaking at someone's coaching weekend or I'm doing an interview like we're doing now, or I'm giving an inspirational speech, charitable inspirational speech, and I share what I've been through, I think it allows other people that have lived in some kind of shame in those areas to realize that there's probably nothing they're going to tell me that I haven't either heard or seen before. You know, I've lived a pretty um, uh, dense life, and, you know, so <laughs> I'm being tempted when I say that. So, some of the things I've done have been, uh, you know, like, I just feel like the more transparent I am and the more vulnerable I am about who I am and what I can handle hearing gives people the freedom to come share with me secrets that they've been holding on to. And then they discover that those secrets are gems that open up to them professionally directions that they didn't even know that they were going to go in. Um, I've had clients that have patented projects. They've taken detours in their careers. They've realized patterns in their love lives. Um, They have uh, been able to share uh, something that's happened to them in one particular industry that they didn't even realize. This is what's so amazing Until we write it down, we don't realize how much we know and how much we've been through. When we speak it, it it goes out into the ether and it's gone, right? So it's like a lot of our, right? When you write it down and you make it real in words, you're able to go, wow, I really know a lot. Or I've been through a lot. Or, Or I did that? 
that's crazy. I can't believe I did that. Or that's really funny. And I've had people say, you know, I'm actually funny. Yeah, I'm actually, you know, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you are actually really funny. I've had a writer and she didn't even know she was funny. And consistently every chapter she'd have these one-liners that would make me laugh out loud. And then we finally discovered she came from like a history of like vaudevillian, like one of her great grandfathers was like a vaudevillian comic. I'm sitting here going, of course, you're hysterical. So, yeah, it's so interesting yeah. you say, it's so interesting yeah. that you, you know, you share some of that and about what's there and, you know, the power of writing it down because then you can actually see it, you know, because sometimes even because you're seeing it as you're writing it, but especially if you go back and read it, I know I've experienced this many times and, you know, you go back, I know when I went back and read my book after, you know, I'd completely written it, you know, all the chapters and everything and then I finally went back and read it in order because I didn't write it in order and I was like, it was surreal because it was like, I wrote this? Like, wow. you like, sounds like, like it's my- amazing. Well, it was. <laughs> I mean, I was so shocked. I was like, man, I'm actually a pretty good writer. And, you know, it was like, it felt like somebody else had written it, yet it was my voice. And it was so surreal. And I was like, wow. And, <laughs> of course, later I also Exciting. realized, like, man, you know, like some things that, you really want to occur in your life that you're still not fully living that, you know, you're writing about. But I mean, I saw the power of the writing itself because I've done tons of journaling too. And, you know, what bubbles to the surface is incredible. The insights you get, the creativity that shows up just by taking that time to write or even ask yourself a question and then let what wants to show up, show up. You do, like you said, find out just how much you know how incredibly intuitive and, you know, gifted you are and just like how to deal with conversations you couldn't think you could deal with or how like new paths of like where you want to go in life. You know, it all just starts showing up if you, at least from my own experience, if you just take that time Mm -hmm. to like sit down and start writing. Like it doesn't even matter. You open doors. You open doors. Yeah, you do. It's like, it doesn't matter. You can ask a question or you can just start writing and stuff just starts showing up. Like, I know when I start thinking about a blog or something else I want to do, I may have an idea, but until I put pen to paper and start writing or typing or whichever, you know, it's like, I never know what's going to show up. I can never just draft out what it's going to be. It's got a mind of its own and there's all this just juicy, amazing, you know, depth and um, just amazing. I can't even think of the right thing to say about it. Like, you know, but all this incredible stuff shows up that I'm like, really? That was within me? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, I, that's what I'm hearing you share. Yeah. And we discount the value or the validity sometimes because we're not quote unquote creative people. Uh, this is what I hear from people. Oh, I'm not a writer. Oh, I'm not creative. And I think we're all creative. We all have a unique voice. Nobody has the same voice. And there are ideas that come up that they're called, I'd say, miracles. So you'll be 
somewhere and you'll get a memory, whether it's a body memory or an emotional memory, and somehow it connects with something you've been experiencing concurrently in your life, especially if you're allowing your life to flow towards you in exactly how it should be flowing towards you. You're open Mm -hmm. to new opportunities. Those ideas you get are real. Those are real ideas. They are valid. They are uh, openings inside of you, and, and they are opportunities to write about something, whether it's, entire, whether it's an entire book or not, um, can be determined you know, by someone like myself or people that work in that space to understand the long-term benefits of writing a full book. But there are um, topics that will come all of a sudden that are very, very fertile, and they might seem at the moment like a whim, but once you start writing on them, you realize that there is a lot of material to be written about and that nobody else has done it, and that's almost like that blows my mind sometimes. I'm already working on my second book because this is what happened to me. I was somewhere, I think I was just on the street and I had this visceral memory of something that in my teenage years and it connected to how I was feeling at the moment. And I thought, oh my God, I have to write a book on this topic. And there's endless, endless amounts of things to say on this topic and I haven't really found anybody that's actually written a book on this topic. So that's stunning well, to me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having you share more about that later. So I'm actually curious, like, and if you could, like, just share, like, what are, like, the top three benefits of people giving life to their stories? Emotional freedom, a bigger vision, and a, a, a higher sense of accomplishment in their life are three things that I see as byproducts of even sharing some writing that you do in a story workshop. Even if it's not writing a full book, you can receive benefits in 10 minutes. I've seen women in workshops and men, but I mostly work with women, but seen women in workshops come in with great resistance. I don't really write. I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> like, I, like, they're literally like, I don't know why I'm here. My friend told me to come. And then they end up being the first person to raise their hand and share about the, how the world sees them or about how they want the world to see them. And they're very emotional, and they share they've never told that story to anybody. And they leave, and I just know. I just know from that moment forward, something is going to be different for them forever. Yeah, it's interesting that you talk about how the world sees them um, and even how they'd like the world to see them and others. I know I've experienced this a lot recently at some various workshops and things I've been at. And you know, it always blows my mind when I open up and share, especially very vulnerably, um, You know, which can be fearful for all of us. But the... The feedback and the way people see you that you're so blind to is such an incredible gift. Um, at least I find it to be because it's just amazing how, you know, just by a little bit of a share with a person, a small group of people, even in front of a huge group of people, um, you know, that whether it's through writing and then something you share, but especially in this case, you know, if you're speaking and you're, face-to-face with them, that 
what shows up in terms of how the world sees you is so incredibly enlightening. And I think this is my, I want you to give me your feedback here, but my um, experience has been is through writing is also the way you get to see yourself that you couldn't see yourself before. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the limitations that we put on ourselves. We're, we're putting the limitations on ourselves all the time. We're yes, I, putting limitations. Oh, I can't write that. Oh, I can't do that. I don't have enough money for that. I don't have the time and energy for that. And right. yet there's another part of us that's manifesting it um, all the time. And then it comes to us and say, oh, no, I can't. I don't have time for that. I'm too busy for that. I don't have time to write that. I don't have time to do that. And um, I feel like what's so interesting about the way the world sees us versus the way that we would like the world to see us is there's actually nothing going on with anybody else in those two equations. It's all our perception. Oh, it's so, so much so, yeah. It has nothing to do with other people. And when I throw those concepts out into workshops, it's always fascinating when people read it back that it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's they're just doing it all to themselves in their own mind. And that reads in the, and that translates into their copy and that translates into how they talk to their clients or how they go out and sell their services, um, how they present themselves in friendships. And it bleeds into every part of their lives. And I know before I wrote my book, and I'm sure you can say the same about your book, I behave differently in this world than I do now. Oh, yeah. And I never even imagined I could write a book. And everybody just kept telling me, I, you know, I had to. You need to. And I was like, finally, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to give it a go. But so anyway, the next thing I'd really like for you to share is, like, what's the top three things you think holds people back from writing their story or that you've experienced? They don't know how to do it. I think that people are scared that they don't know how to write a book so that they think they need to go to like a long weekend or they have to go to a writing class or they didn't have a writing degree or they don't read enough books or they're not literary enough. So, and this is all under the umbrella of resistance, which is connected to the ego. So Mm -hmm. the ego has already made a decision that the book will be too transformative for them to handle because it will mean a change in who they are and their life design and all the patterns of their life. So the ego's into protection, right? The ego says, no, we've survived survived this far. Why, Why would we change this up? Things are going pretty good. I mean, you're alive, right? So that's the one thing. And so when they come to me and I say, Writing is subjective. You're fine. I mean, I'm sure you're a perfectly fine writer, and we're going to find your strengths, and I'm just going to coach you every week through exactly, you know, what you want to write. We're going to have a map for what you're going to do. We're going to have a plan, and you're going to be fine. They they don't, they, they're, so, but before that, I think before they even get to find me, there's all that going on in their head that they're not educated enough or studious enough or they didn't grow up in a house of people writing or being creative. I didn't grow up in a house of people writing or being creative either. You know, my dad was a lawyer and he was a wannabe writer 
and my mom was um, artistic, but but not in a writing sense. And my grandfather was a theater actor for a while as a hobby. So I I, I dabbled. I had it around me, but no one was a writer. I mean, I can't even tell you where my ability to write came from, but it came from when I was a very little girl. And most people will talk about how they've been writing since they were very little, um, especially the people that say they don't have an education for it. I'd say another reason why people don't write books um, or enlist help, like my coaching program, is they'll say that they don't have the money. Uh, Money is just an excuse to keep yourself small. Uh, usually the money that you spend to write a book that can open a million more doors for you is incremental in comparison to the amount of time you've lost uh, (laughs) by not writing the book. The money, money is definitely a thing that holds people back. And the third thing is I'd say they don't believe their stories are very interesting. Although they have people like you continue, they have people like you've been told continuously by people, oh, you really need to write that story. Oh, you really need to write that story. Oh, you really need to write a book. They don't believe it. They think like, they think someone's like pulling a, pulling a a scam on them or something. Yeah. So let's dive into that a little bit more right after the break. And then some simple strategies that people can use so that they can start, you know, practicing and giving life to their story. And so I'm Michelle McCuller, and you're listening to Mission to Millions Radio. And make sure you stay tuned, because afterwards, not only is Kim going to share some strategies, but she's also going to have a free gift to help you tap into and tell your true and empowering personal story. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. What will show up in your card layouts today? Find out every week on Beyond Tarot and More with shamanic mystic Jana Jens. Find out the secrets to your beauty, success, happiness, and empowerment. Our guests share stories, answers, and receive card readings based on the information discussed every week. You're invited to participate as well and see what's in the cards for you. Beyond Tarot and More airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. What's your purpose on the planet? Are you ready to make jumps to pursue your passions? We often make excuses, but it commonly leads back to fear. Sharing our stories provides an opportunity to learn lessons and leverage pearls of wisdom that we gain on life's journey. We'll help you push through the fears that hold you back from empowering you to experience pure love and live your life's purpose. Tune in to the Beth Bell Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You 
are listening to Mission to Millions with Michelle McCuller. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to radio at michellemculler.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hello again, and welcome back to Mission to Millions Radio. I'm Michelle McCuller with my guest, Kim O'Hara, and we are discussing the power of story, how to write your way to freedom. So, Kim, you know, when we left off, we've kind of gone all over the place where, you know, how story is powerful and some of the the key benefits to writing your story, some of the things that hold people back from writing their story, and... You know, I know a lot of them aren't going to really believe at this point that they can, but the truth is they can. They are creative enough. We all have a book and a story in us. I've been told that by many mentors, and now that I've done it, I believe it. Um, (laughs) Realize I have lots of them. But anyway, so what I'd love is if you could just share with the audience some really simple strategies that could just help them get into the process of writing and uncovering their story. Absolutely. Um, I think you mentioned that you journaled for a long time, and I journaled um, for a very long time as well. And I'm very supportive of journaling. That said, I am not a believer that journaling leads you to actually writing a book. I believe that journaling is a wonderful place to dump your feelings first thing in the morning so you don't go terrorize the world (laughs) and to get more in a line with who you are in the day, the person you want to be. And I believe that the way that you get closer to actually telling your story so that it can benefit you and others in the world is by always having a notebook with you, even a tiny one, um, post-its. Um, shopping receipts work because those little ideas that come to you in random places when you've asked to be open with yourself and with what is going to happen in your transformation will suddenly bring you entire chapters, chapter headings, themes. They will just appear. So the first choice is to decide I am going to tell my story. The second decision is I'm okay with not knowing exactly what that is. And the third tool is be ready for it to show up. Many ideas have passed through people because they don't write them down. Especially Mm -hmm. at night. If you wake up with an idea in the middle of the night, do not believe you're going to remember it in the morning. Write it down. (laughs) Write it down. Post it on the side of the bed. Pen on the side of the bed. I've scrambled and written things in places. I just have grabbed for stuff. Those nuggets are so amazing. They're they're the launch points for, like you said, eight hours of writing. Yeah, I mean, that still blows my mind that sometimes it was eight, 12, whatever hours, and I'd be like, couldn't believe that much time had gone by, and then I was like, wow. Literally felt like you were channeled, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. Um yeah, so, well, thank you for sharing, you know, some of that, those tips and, you know, for helping them get started. And, you know, I know there's a bigger mission behind what you do, 
But I'm really curious, if you could change just one thing in our world related to the work you do, what would it be? Hmm. If I could change one thing in the world related, well, you know, I'm very passionate, obviously, about people not hiding the fact that they've been abused either sexually, emotionally, or physically. I think we'd have um, a brighter, kinder world if more people could get together and share their stories um, in a shame-free way. So my hope is that there's more of that happening in the world. I don't know how books are going to relate to this, but my goal, I I have a very philanthropic, I have philanthropic desires. So Mm -hmm. to somehow help people that are, that want to write books about changing child hunger in America is something Mm -hmm. I'm very passionate about. Um, And also, using photography to expose uh, injustice in the world. I'm very fond of the Annenberg Photography Center in Los Angeles for doing that. Mm-hmm. So, and, I, and again, you know, I'm allowed to have a vision that I don't know how I'm going to realize yet. Oh, Who knows? Somebody could hear this radio show and have been hungry their whole childhood and almost died of starvation and they have a message and a voice that they can bring out in a book that'll make other people stand up to stop the fact that children are dying every five minutes in this country of hunger. Oh, you're speaking to my heart. It's like I have so many big visions. Part of the reason I'm doing the show and the name that it has is so that we can all just share some of our own experiences and the transformations that have occurred and the possibilities because they're truly limitless if we will just step into our power and share our own story and our own gifts and take a stand. For well, humanity. I wanted to thank you. Yeah, I wanted to thank you for asking me that because my 11-year-old asked me the other day about something I was passionate about and I, I, I started talking about hungry children in America in a way that I hadn't, I, I, I had more of a passion behind it than I had expected that I immediately said, but I feel kind of bad because I, I don't have millions of dollars to feed all those children. And she mm-hmm. reminded me that I had been part of a backpack program for a year, bringing food to um, an elementary school that I had completely forgotten that I had done. So it's interesting. I've already done something. So now I'm on your show saying, hey, if there's someone out there that has been hungry that wants to write a book about it, that's a way that people can know more about. We're so bombarded by the media, by so many. If it's not someone being stabbed in London, it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's just we're so bombarded by tragedy constantly all the time that books take people to a different mode of learning so that they can focus on change that needs to happen that's mm-hmm. what I love about books. Uh, I mean, you know, you talked earlier about, you know, like people not realizing how that they know how to write or thinking they can't because they didn't, they weren't taught or they weren't in an environment that, you know, pushed them to write or allowed them to write. And in my own experience, I mean, kind of like you, I had a lot of these things that were creative in some ways around me, but definitely not writing. And, but I mean, I read so much. 
And I swear, not because I ever was taught how to write in any way, shape, or fashion, because I couldn't tell you how to sentence structure or any of that kind of stuff if you wanted to. But I read so much that it's like I just know where to put, you know, grammatical constructions and punctuation and all the rest and how to use, you know, words properly in a sentence and everything. And, you know, there's so many different things that we're exposed to, whether it's through reading, through, you know, in some cases, even watching movies. You know, if you watch so much and you see the story arcs, you have the ability. It comes through other means. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, I am now curious, like, what is your biggest hope that our listeners will walk away with from our conversation today? I hope that everybody realizes that they have a bigger story about themselves to tell every life on this earth. Every person has been gifted with, they've been gifted with life and they've all had experiences. And, you know, I hope that they change the way that they talk about themselves or think about themselves because that gets in the way of them seeing a bigger purpose. And I hope that people that have been thinking about writing a book, really, they realize that time is just going to continue to pass, and there's no better time than now to start delving into that work. I believe that's so true. And, you know, it doesn't even matter how long it takes. Just start. Just start. And you'll find, like, oh, my God. time than now. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it goes fast. You know, it's like. Things start showing up you could have never imagined. It's just it's just a matter of just starting. And I think I believe that's true for a lot of things that you know we want to do in our life. It's just just start. Um, so, who would actually most benefit working with you? People that are ready to write their books that have they don't have to be authors or even consider themselves fantastic writers, but they have a memoir inside of them or a business book memoir or even a fiction book that's based on their life that they want. They're really ready to write because we dive in and we do it and most people do it the first draft in 12 weeks. Some Mm -hmm. people take a little bit longer. And ideally, they want to be ready for transformation. I work with people that are on a high-level frequency on the superhighway of um, desire to transform. So um, I want to work with people that are pretty creatively ready to go. And Mm -hmm. I often talk to people on the phone first for about 30 minutes in a discovery call, which... I can offer here to listeners that are looking to be coached through a book. And it's often people that have a very busy lives and they'd like someone to be their collaborator and their time management partner and someone that they know is in their, you know, in the ring with them while they're doing this. It's a really incredible thing to write a book. You go through a lot of emotions. It's tiring. You get angry. You get irritated. Sometimes you don't see the purpose. And it's great to have someone in, in the ring with you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did it all on my own. And, I mean, I had a program that showed me the sort of how to set things up and do certain aspects, you know, and at least get me got me started into the process. But otherwise, I... Pretty much did it on my own, and I can imagine how valuable that would be to have a coach or have somebody you can lean on 
when you feel stuck or you just feel like throwing, you know, throwing in the towel and giving up. Um, and yeah, that could be, I, I feel very, very valuable. So tell us, how can our listeners find out more about you and your programs? And do you have well, any events or anything coming up? Sure. Well, my, there's my website, which is www.astoryinside.com, and there is a pop-up when you go to that website and a free giveaway for 12 questions to ask yourself to know if you have a story. And mm-hmm. you, you are also prompted on my website to sign up for a Story to Success discovery call, which is a, a value of $397, but I, I give it away complimentary for people that are really ready to have a deep dive confer, you know, conversation about what would be the next step in writing their book. And in Los Angeles, um, I have a monthly workshops, story session workshops, where people that aren't even sure they have a book yet, but they know they have the start of something, come work for, with me for two and a half hours in, in a group, about 10 to 20 people. And I do those monthly. I actually have one coming up this Saturday, June 10th, from 10 to 1 in West Los Angeles. And people, if they're interested in that, can reach out to me as well through my website or my Facebook page, which is The Story Inside. So it sounds like that's just a local event in the L.A. area? Yes. Okay. Um, do you ever do them online in a virtual environment for people? I'm going to be branching into webinars, uh, but not at the moment. Um, sometimes okay, I'll so do Facebook Live and do teachings on Facebook Live, but ultimately right now um, it's all here. I have clients all over the United States as private clients. Mm-hmm. but my workshops are here in L.A. right now, and live in person. Okay, so it sounds like the best way for them to find out about you is to go to your website and to take your little quiz and to set up a strategy call so they can really see like what the possibilities are for them. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yes. Well, awesome, Kim. This has been so enlightening and exciting and you know, I know the power of writing and writing a book myself, having done it, and I'm sure I'm going to be writing several more before it's all said and done. And I want to thank you for being here with us today. Um, and you've been listening to Mission to Millions Radio with Michelle McCuller. And again, I want to thank my guest, Kim O'Hara, for an amazing and enlightening conversation that is sure to inspire you to tap into, own, and share your story because it's going to unleash a newfound richness and freedom beyond any you've ever imagined. And don't forget to check out her free gift. Go to her website. And we will be back again next week with my guests, Diane Sexton and Marnie Arnold, where we'll be discussing the power of purpose, how to live a rich, vibrant, and deeply meaningful life at any age. Thank you for listening to Mission to Millions. Be sure to join Michelle McCuller for another edition of our show next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to see you right here next week.